All right, I guess I'll uh, start this. Um, welcome yeah. to the two-way contract, the first episode. Actually, this is the second episode. First episode is kind of lost somewhere. We, but uh, this is the uh, the first of uh, hopefully many con, you know, uh, podcasts. I guess I should say contract because a two-way contract. If you follow the NBA, it's like it's kind of like a season-long thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, go to the G League and the NBA, kind of like bounce around. Yeah. So yeah, that's kinda, kinda, that's kind of where we are right now. We're we're kind of like we're not really sure if we're gonna make it into the league, you know. <laughs> so we're kind of we're in we're in between at that in that in between stage. It's usually like a year long, I, I believe. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm Hami Rain along with Brendan Welper, and um, it's the start of it. This, this, this is great. Yeah, yeah, Hami. Um, you know, I know we talked about doing this for uh, for a little while, but uh, but yeah, it's definitely good to get back. Um, as I, as I'm trying to work all of this right here. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, with the NBA starting, uh, very soon, uh, tomorrow actually, yeah. uh, you know, it's been, it, it was one of the more interesting summers. I think we can remember, and, you know, I think we say that every year about, about the NBA, but with, with, um, you know, player movement, it's, it's bound to happen every year, but really the, 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 the breakup of power, I think in the league with golden state and everything that happened with them and, uh, the defending champion Toronto Raptors, you know, losing Kawhi Leonard, who was there for basically a one-year rental. I mean, they're still a very talented team, but you lose, um, you know, the Finals MVP, uh, probably one of the the best players uh, of the decade, and um, I mean, he's still got you know a long ways to go in terms of his career. Um, what do you uh, think is the Raptors' ceiling this year's team, or if they don't really make any moves, if they kind of stay put? <sighs> Ceiling, um, and by not making moves, I'm talking like you know keeping Gasol, keeping those kind of guys, Gasol, Ibaka, you know, obviously Van Vliet is playing, and um, you know Kyle Lowry, Lowry signed an extension, but just like you know, you think they could be a third seed team? You know, it's it's tough. I mean, because uh, because so much of uh, I guess how we have to judge them now. I, I don't know if you can base really on last season. Because when you had a guy like Kawhi Leonard in there, and I think what he does, just drawing defenders away and and his, his shot creation, obviously his defense speaks for itself. And then you saw his shot-making ability. I mean, a guy like did it, and not, not that he did it by himself last year. I mean, obviously there were some games where he rested and they had some other playoff heroes uh, kind of come through with them, Kyle Lowry in certain points, Fred Van Vliet. Um, but, you know, this sort of reminds me a little bit more of, of I want to say the Raptors of like, like the Lebronto Raptors. Um, but I mean, they, they definitely needed Kawhi to get them over that hump. Uh, he obviously hit the game winning shot and, you know, he, he, he was a big part of why they won the championship. He was the main reason. Um, you know, but I would say maybe second round, uh, you know, I, I, I just think there are, you know, there are teams and the two teams that, that, you know, come to mind in the East that are better, obviously Milwaukee Bucks, Philadelphia 76ers, um, you know, kind of just right off the bat. And, you know, you're looking at other teams. They're Brooklyn on paper, their roster. But, you know, right now, Kim Durant, who knows if he's going to play this season. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving um, is still a little banged up. And then you kind of go throughout um, really throughout the rest of the East. I know, I know Boston is now obviously without Kyrie Irving, without Al Horford. Uh, we don't know how, that, how that's going to go. And then really after that, I, mean, I think it's kind of uh, – kind of a wash. Um, so, I mean, I can see Toronto as maybe as, you know, as I'm just kind of looking through some of these teams here, you know, got 
Bucks and 76ers, I think, are probably the two favorites going into the season. I think they should be. Toronto should probably be up there just because I think Nick Nurse is, is I think he's a really good coach. I mean, he had some questionable decisions in the playoffs, um, but obviously, you know, they still have Pascal Siakam. Uh, they still have Kyle Lowry, uh, you know, as you mentioned. Um, and, you know, they're getting back uh, OG Ananubi, who, uh, you know, last year, um, uh, you know, didn't, you know, was injured for, for the playoffs. So yeah, really didn't yeah. get to see him on that team. So they were a little bit shorthanded. Um, yeah, but, but, uh, uh, but overall, I, you know, I, I'd say maybe second round just because I, I, you know, I think at their best, you know, they're maybe the fourth or fifth best team in the, in the East. I think Miami could be pretty good. Uh, the Pistons may be in there, Indiana still, I mean, Victor Oladipo, when he comes back, um, you know, they're going to be in that conversation, but I think it's really the Bucks and Sixers, and then there's everybody else. Just without talent, they are how deep they are, um, and and I think you know just the Bucks didn't, didn't have to make too much roster movement this year, and then obviously the, the addition of Al Horford for the 76ers and just another year Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid playing through some very meaningful playoff experience. Um, you know, I think that's gonna that, that, that's big for them. So, for, yeah, for, for for me, I'd say the Raptors. You know. Second round would probably be their ceiling, which which sounds crazy for a defending champion, but I, with just everything that went on over the summer, uh, it's it's kind of hard for me to say anything otherwise. Well, I mean, they kind of it was kind of like a team of destiny thing, the mm. Raptors last season, and you know it just and it was so fitting to an end of that decade after so many years of just losing in embarrassing fashion. Mm. Um, the Raptors, thankfully, uh, they got that ring. You know, it makes me happy, you know, as a fan. You know, like, I'm a Bulls fan. We've kind of been there, you know, kind of some of those years. Obviously, you know, since Michael Jordan retired, the Bulls are, like, a completely different franchise than what they were in the 90s. Uh, so it was really fitting to see the Raptors, you know, as a fan of a team that's been the number one seed a couple of times, but never really doing anything about it, making making a conference finals and kind of losing five games. Really, uh kind of cathartic, you know, seeing that last season. And, you know, and Lowry, you know, I, I always knew he was a smart player. I always knew he played hard, but I'm not going to lie. I gave that guy a lot of shit these last couple of years. And this guy, even since round one, not making much of an impact scoring, he's still a player. He's like a needed player. He's totally a championship kind of player. I mean, you know, it's just like he's just not the best. You know, he's he's a great number two. You know, so with that said, yeah, um, I think Miami does seem to be a pretty hot pick to be like a pretty good team, but I, I do think Indiana does have a great shot to move up. Uh, but number three is, is tricky for the East. Um, you know, so are you saying Miami? You know, I mean, I do I, I do want to put Toronto there because they are the defending champions. Um. And it really, really depends on Siakam and if he's going to yeah. have to be that number one guy. And he really – he has all the tools too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, he's talking of his growth um, as, as really a shooter and a scorer and kind of a do-it-all-yourself guy who can create for himself. Um, and, and really, you know, going into what – just his fourth season, I mean, it, it's incredible how much he, he's grown. I, I, just, I just – I do wonder, you know, there was at times where I think in the playoffs particularly, uh, the Raptors – you know, they, they look lost um, and, and they would, you could, you know, the great thing about having a superstar player is you can sort of dump it off to him and, and let him just do all the work, let him go one-on-one, 
you don't really have to run as many sets. I mean, you do have to move a little bit off ball to get, you know, to at least open it up for them. But um, I, I feel like I just don't, it's been a, I feel like the year with Kawhi that they had last year, I mean, I, I believe that's like, you know, good players make other players run them better. A guy like Leonard, I think does that, whether it's just with like his gravity with, you know, how much attention he draws or with, you know, um, you know, just really his ability to defend and that, you know, that can maybe help other guys, uh, you know, it gives them a little bit break if they have a defensive lapse here or there. So it's, it's really tough to know what this Raptors team is. And even though, as you know, you mentioned Lowry signed, you know, the, the one year extension. Um, I mean, it, so it's technically like just an, an expiring guy. I mean, he signed it for this, um, for this upcoming year. So, I mean, he could be traded. He's mentioned, what are they going to do with, with Marcus all yeah. yeah. uh, if they keep him along? You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if, I think we all kind of, I expected, you know, uh, um, a Kawhi Leonard to leave. I, I, I didn't know where he was going, but now that, you know, the Raptors are, are bringing, bringing you know, pretty much the same team back, you know, w- which is good for them, obviously outside of Leonard. Um, I mean, they're, 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 they're talented. I think they're definitely, you know, probably a top four or five seed. I guess for now I'd have to put them in that third, third seed because just, by going off of last season, but it, I think you take the star player off of, of, of any team in the NBA and then, you know, you, you leave that same roster. It's tough to say what they would be the following year. And I am very much looking forward to seeing how, how they're going to respond to, you know, this first couple weeks of the season, kind of like, you know, might have kind of a target on their backs. You know, some of these bad teams that are playing against them might look at playing the Raptors as kind of like, you know, kind of like a playoff game. I don't know. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. just the fact that they were the defending champs. That's the kind of, yeah. Thing that defending champs have to deal with and yeah. uh, that's a good problem to have honestly because um, mm-hmm. it forces you to get you know forces your team to play better um but enough about the east because we know the east will be not as good as the west mm-hmm. we know that um yeah. and just for reference for people who are just tuning in for the first time i'm here in illinois and brendan is in atlanta georgia mm-hmm. um or at least around it i don't know if it's you're in the city you are yeah, in the city, right? yep in, in atlanta okay, yeah Nice. And um, and Brendan's a Pistons fan. I, I, of course, mentioned I'm a Bulls fan. Mm. And, um, yeah, you know, kind of bringing in that bridge together. Mm. Uh, that rivalry is definitely not what it once was. Yeah. It actually seems like there's more brotherhood between <laughs> fans yeah. uh, Pistons and Bulls, at least in some situations. Um, yeah. That's only because we know, we know each other. We kind of went to school together. So, mm. um. But the Western Conference, I just want to talk about just one thing about the Western Conference. Which teams do you think will miss the playoffs? Well, and, and I'm just going to go through, let's see. Um, and well, I just let's have... go through the teams right now. We can just go very binary, yes, no. Uh, okay. We can just go through some teams. Um, just go ahead. Well, I was going to see. Um, I was just going to read off the, the teams who made it last year, and then in this order, uh, Warriors, Nuggets, Blazers, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, uh, Spurs it's, and, and Clippers. Uh, I I think uh, the Thunder. Um, just I mean that that, that jumps out. I mean I think they're they're almost in a rebuild mode. No disrespect to Chris Paul, um, but obviously losing you know, Russell Westbrook who who kept them sort of afloat um, in the post KD era. Now he's gone. He's in Houston to form you know another chance for the Rockets to use a backcourt to you know, maybe get a championship. But uh, right off the bat, I think the Thunder are one that you know really. Um, for the first time since they've really been in Oklahoma City, now are trending downward as opposed to trending upward or even serves them right. <laughs> for the um, because they literally play, stole play, the team. Yeah, serves Clay Bennett right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the yeah, fans but, of Oklahoma City, they, I, I don't care. But you know, Clay Bennett, just the lot, Thunder, yeah, I mean, they don't really know uh, failure. I mean, they you know maybe one year, and that was when they got. I think they got hardened that year in the, in the draft later. So they just totally skyrocketed, and it felt like the sky was the limit earlier in this decade. And we'll talk about decades and stuff like that later in, in a different episode or um, or whatever. But that's of course if we make it because this is a two-way contract this <laughs> podcast um i i agree with you the thunder do not have much to go for them i do think they have um you know they can be kind of like a hipster's like eighth seed or whatever mm. but, um you know because they have show gills just alexander who showed to be a, a great rookie last season um yep. and uh obviously cp3 He's going to be, you know, this whole thing about wrestling players has now become such a thing now since the Raptors won the title behind mm-hmm. Kawhi playing about 60 plus games. Steven Adams and Dennis Schroeder, they might be a team that like that makes trades and stuff like that. I know Miami mm-hmm. was interested in Chris Paul at one point. Um, I'm not sure if there's still any interest from them. Um, and then just a bunch of random players. Uh, they do have another Hami on their team, uh, Hamidou Diallo. He's yeah. a guard. He can fly. Um, Terrence Ferguson's been there for a while. He'll probably be off the bench. Uh, mm-hmm. Robertson is still there. Uh, and Gallinari. Gallinari is a big question mark. He played well last season. Yeah, I, and I, I just see it is weird to see like a 31 year old who I think is pretty serviceable. Um, I, you know, on a team like this that um, is probably looking. At, I, I didn't realize Mike Muscala was was on. Uh, and I, I keep reading about Nerland Noel, who's still only 25. I know he's bounced around the league a lot. Um, I think he's probably going into a sixth uh, season, but uh, but yeah, I mean it it, it is a, a team that that's extremely young. I mean Stephen Adams uh, is really I think the only consistent mainstay on that on that team. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, who you know I think we all kind of know what I mean. He's a high energy guard. I think he's prone to making turnovers. He's a pretty good player, but uh, yeah, I mean they're they're in an, they're going to be in an unusual spot where the playoffs weren't were usually they were usually guaranteed for them but man now now in the west where you had a lot of player movement but also like that that stayed within conference particularly guys going to houston guys going to the clippers going to the lakers um it's going to be really hard for oklahoma city to compete and uh you know i think this is going to be an interesting test of billy donovan um and you know maybe maybe what he's made of because he's going <laughs> to uh, he's not gonna really you know, have a you know a, a former MVP to to rely on anymore, uh, or a former M, you know MVP candidate Paul George to rely on for his offense and his defense. So you know it's and and Stephen Adams lost his pick and roll partner. So I'm interested to see you know how effective is he with a different with a different point guard primarily. I want to talk about one thing, uh, and that's gonna be who do you think will replace the Thunder? Or sorry, do you think that those other seven teams will make it? If not, pick another team that might be out, another team that's plugged in. Um, who do you think will replace the Oklahoma City Thunder? We got the Lakers over there. You know, the Lakers will probably be pretty good. I mean, I'm assuming um, maybe not. Or, or. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you can switch the Lakers right in there. Um, I, I don't know if it's, if the Spurs are going to. I mean, they made it. Um, I don't want to say pretty comfortably, but but them and the Clippers last year were both 48 and 34. The next best team uh, in the West was was Sacramento with 39 wins. So I mean they both they both had somewhat of a cushion over those last two spots. Um, you know I, I I mean I wanted to say I wanted to say the Pelicans could sneak in there. 
you know, with Lonzo, Zion, Brandon Ingram, and but obviously the you know the Zion news is out six to eight weeks. And the big thing, you know, yeah, he's, you know, that's, that's, you know, two months tops, but you know, you figure, I mean, there's, there, you're not going to be able to, to, to lose, you know, a player for, I think for, for that time, especially, you know, to, and I know he's only a rookie. Um, we don't know what he can do yet, it, but I, I still think, um, yeah, I think he's going to be a, a really, really good player. Uh, but I don't know if the Pelicans can afford really to miss anybody for any extended period of time. If they, if they hope to make the playoffs, I know that's, I mean, that's the goal, but I know it's not playoffs or bust for them at all. Um, yeah, the, uh, this is definitely a like kind of like let's build up this trajectory. Yeah. Let's start from the bottom, you know, like, like we did before with Anthony Davis. Um, when I went to that the lone game I saw Zion, the lone the Bulls game I went to in the preseason against mm-hmm. the Pelicans. This was on a Wednesday, um, maybe a week, two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, this guy, man, this guy looked amazing. I mean, I thought this guy. Charles Barkley, I think, is a great comparison to how this guy plays and how he like attacks the paint and everything. Um, he's got a plethora of moves. Uh, so I think you're right. Yeah, missing almost two months, month and a half at least, is going to be a huge blow because that's what 20 games. Not 20 games. It's like 10, 15 games, maybe 20 games. It would be as long as 20 games. Yeah, depending on. I guess how their schedule is, and yeah. Just like having that sort of mental, just like, you know, edge and that kind of like bringing in that kind of edge to that team. Um, I know I just said edge twice, but, you know, I, I hate using the word swagger, but that's totally what they <laughs> got over there. Um, mm-hmm. They got a great, just like their own identity. They're kind of like, I feel like they kind of formed it in this preseason, um, mm-hmm. at least with where they're going this season. And uh, Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson, it's going to be an, a tremendous combo with Drew Holiday there. And Brandon Ingram yeah. is pretty nice. Um, I think he'll have some great games while Zion's out. And th- th- that's that's four of the five starters, right? That's mm. It might be, right? I think so. And then off the bench, they got Nikolai Alexander-Walker, great player. Uh, Nikolai or Nicholas? Is it Nicholas? I thought it was Nikolai. It could but... be Nikolai. I don't know. Someone let us know. Someone please call into our podcast. They let us know. Um, with that said, I uh, you know there's also you know we we went through the teams in the who will probably make the playoffs in the West or who made it last year who have great chances <laughs> to make it this year. Most, and, yeah. Yeah, the Spurs, and then uh, you know I'd, I'd love to see the Kings in there, but it's just unfortunate because every year that they are destined to make the playoffs, it seems like. It's just way too, way too challenging it is to even win 50 games. You know, I don't even think, I think the 50th, 50 win team last year is what, the sixth seed? I don't know, five or sixth seed? Fifth I don't know seed, the numbers. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Uh, there's been, a, one, there was one year where 49 wins just wasn't enough. I mean, it's, it's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, in prior years, 49 could be a third seed a second yeah. seed even that was way back but yeah now uh with the way the league is going and just like the whole style of basketball is just changing um mm. more points on the board and you know defensive rules um not you know just like kind of like outlawed a little bit um mm. more physicality um some argue that it's kind of like the quarterback in, in football. I don't know if I agree with that, but I can, I, can, I see what they're saying. That's definitely helping. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about because we'll end this thing uh, throughout the summer. I guess 
the Nike is now making new jerseys and uh, new, just, just brand new shit this coming. <laughs> And it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I I, I sent Brendan this just now, and it's, uh, it's the court designs. I'm looking for the jerseys, but um I'm I'm sure you've seen a lot of the jerseys that have come out. Yeah. Um, but first, you know, we we got the Raptors in the 25th season bringing back the classic. Um, look, one of, honestly one of the best in like uh, inaugural logos. That have made for an expansion. Honestly, I think uh, the Raptors, um, and also the you know the Raptor hugging the basketball down baseline, mm. great logo, and um, you know they're bringing back the home jersey for that for the Raptor on the jersey, the white jersey. So it's gonna be very exciting. You know, there's a lot of throwbacks this year. Um, mm. The Hawks are shouting out to uh, Georgia Peach. What do you think the Hawks one? That one. Um... You know, I, I I just the Hawks have been pretty daring since I think it's been four years now since they sort of you know kind of re, redid that um, that brand. Uh, I I like the idea, but it, it's a little bit too just I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's it's not really their I want to say it's, it's not really their color, although they they have a variety of different colors that that, that aren't really quote unquote you know red and white or black. Green. Uh, they had green yeah, for they, a little bit. Yeah, I know. Last year for their fiftieth, they used gold a lot, which was, I mean, I, you know, I guess just a, kind of a one-time thing. But you know, the peach one was a little bit confusing, and um, you know, the the one thing you know with, with a lot of these jerseys, and I saw that you know the Clippers unveiled theirs um, via Sports Illustrated. I don't, I don't think uh, anyone's yeah, ever really. GTA, yeah. It, it looked. I mean, uh, and I think somebody pointed out it looked like one of the one of the uniforms in uh, in the Big Three. Um, you know, it, it, it's been hard to keep up with this, and yeah, I, I know the the Cavaliers have a lot planned with their 50th anniversary, um, and you, you know, you you mentioned the throwbacks. It, it, it's wild because I, you know, and this is the third season that Nike's had the contract, um, and you know, it, one, it's hard to keep up because there's each team has, a, I, I believe, like four uniforms. Your primary one, they don't even call them home and away anymore. But, you know, they have one that you only have for one year, and then it gets replaced with a new design the next year and then the next year. So you know, I, a lot of these sometimes seem forced. I would just be fine with, you know, with just seeing a lot of throwbacks. Um, you know, I, I, I think that's always cool to see. Like the one that the Hawks wore last year, that baby blue. I think that they was a throwback to when they were in St. Louis, like Bob Pettit and all those guys. But that was really – that was clean. Um, you know, obviously look at, you know, like the curse of, uh, bulls script, pretty good. Um, and the bulls and I, are back uh, pinstripes, uh, yeah. black pinstripes, which is a pretty clean, uh, Jersey, but the bulls, uh, on their, I guess they started wearing white again at home cause they were red the last two years, which is just really <laughs> weird. But yeah. You can wear whatever white. color. What's mm. that? Oh, so and now with these, you know, with, with the, the contract, um, you know, that started two years ago, you can wear any color you want at home or away. So it's, Oh, thank God. That's a, that's have, part of the new deal. Well, you, you can wear whatever color. Uh, I think, I think it has been the last couple of years. Um, because, because in the past Nike would pick out the Jersey last season. Oh, it's probably still that way then. Never, they it might. might be, but mm. the bulls uh, now, I guess they did, maybe they decided that they want to wear white at home, but there's mm. any logo, which usually looks clean on the red and black jerseys. looks very nice. Mm. But on the white jersey, there's a giant blue little strap right around here. It just says Zenny. It's got the logo Oof. there. 
very light blue. Mm. It doesn't look great. If it was uh, if it was fit in like last year with like the black, you know, font just said vent is any on it. Uh, would be much better, but um, yeah, that's what the Bulls are going through. We're going with right now. Um, but as long as they wear white at home, honestly, like it's just too confusing, you know. Where mm. you know, team wearing the primary colors? I know some teams like Houston, they do it. They've been starting to make it a habit wearing black at home for for whatever reason or red, <laughs> which I think is, is can you know it makes sense if you're in the playoffs. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention. Was that yeah? Nike is making all this brand new shit every season. There's a new jersey coming out, uh, and the Bulls have one jersey that's like a flag, the Chicago flag. Yeah. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, just Google it. You'll just see Chicago Bulls flag. They're really embracing the flag in the last like five years uh, as like part of their identity. Put it down by center court, something like that. Um, not a big fan. I gotta say, not a big fan of the flag jersey, the Bulls flag jersey. It's like, it's, I can see it, you know, being like a Maybe like a Veterans Day thing. I don't even know even that, you know. It's kind of like red, white, and blue. It looks like a cop car, you know. It's like kind of like on their jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we serve and protect or whatever. whatever yeah. is. Um, so don't want to see those kind of jerseys as much this year. Um, hopefully they just stick to the standard stuff because, you know, the Bulls, I think, have one of the better jerseys. Or um, mm. Atlanta. Uh, I wanted to ask you something else, but first I want to say that, yeah, they're, they're really embracing the the peach state, and it's just, they're going to do it for a certain night, which I think is going to be great. And the more I look at this court, I think the more I really like it. It's a pretty nice look. I don't know what the jerseys are going to look like whenever they bust this out. It's a disaster, but the court, I think, itself looks great. Um, and the Cavaliers are going back, obviously, to the old one, 2000-whatever that is, 1998. Mm. Uh, in the Clippers one, like, I don't know, it looks kind of, you know, it, something I wouldn't it say looks, it's amazing. I think it's it's okay, but it looks kind of like, you know, kind of awkward on a jersey. Yeah, yeah not, not, not to cut it, that, that, that's a franchise that really has always had, like, I mean, like, no, I, no really brand identity. Um, I mean, and, Honestly, I was I was I was fine with their their original logo, which is kind of a knockoff of the Lakers logo. Yeah, mm. the one that they had for majority of Lob City, mm. uh, while Donald Sterling was under ownership. Um, mm. And then ever since they rebranded, you know, Steve Ballmer is such a great owner, but you know these designs, I don't know. Um, I do think this one's better than their circular one, that one that kind of looks like the Cubs. Yeah, uh, LAC. Mm. Yeah, this um, and you know the um, and I guess thinking more about the Atlanta Hawks peach one, I'll have to see it once it's on the floor. Um, you know, before I uh, the the one that's really wild is is the Orlando Magic using using orange. Um, yeah, now is what we're gonna get to now. Uh, this would be a great Halloween mm. uh, night thing, and I don't even know if the Magic are playing at home on Halloween. I'm about to look it up right now. Mm. Um. Otherwise, I don't know why you'd be busting that out in uh, in like you know January or whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm looking right now, seeing if they're playing on Halloween. No, they aren't, but they are playing the night before, so they could just do it, you know. Then uh, mm. the mix and the magic. Uh, I think that's like an orange juice thing. That's like an orange juice uh, embrace history thing. 
Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know, and you know, who knows what the jersey are the jerseys going to look like Halloween costumes? I don't know. You know, mm. imagine if that was a thing. If they actually had, if players actually dressed up uh, on Halloween for uh, while they're playing, you know. Yeah, the thing that's just so wild about that is, I mean, the 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 ORL, you know, for Orlando on, uh, you know, in the center court is, I mean, I don't know if that they could. I mean, it's it's so basic and and. I, Just put the basketball, the the flying basketball, whatever yeah. magic basketball in there. Yeah. Or honestly, just go back to the star. Go back to the star with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with that name. Um. And I mean, the colors are maybe the colors are, are a little like, you know, 90s, mid 2000s. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know what the orange is supposed to represent, uh, you know, especially when I mean, obviously, the heat don't really have orange necessarily. Uh, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know where to begin with that. But but it is interesting really to see how, um, you know, and, and look at looking at the Raptors court again. I mean, I mean that's. That, that is pretty sharp that they're bringing. I mean, and the fact that the mid-range area is painted and you have the key that's completely blank. You know, I always wonder with, you know, with some of these players, uh, you know, like, like what does, does that do anything for you? Especially when there was no paint anywhere, like what the Rockets used to have when it was all just, you know, a little bit of yeah, different yeah. staining. And um, the Hornets are also bringing back their original ones. Yeah, those were pretty um, – you know, again, that was a time when they obviously expanded teams that do something a little bit different. You know, when the Raptors and I think they first played in the Sky Dome, then Maple Leaf Gardens. Um, and, you know, there was with the Raptor, you know, walking across uh, the, 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 paw, the footprints, not paw prints, the Raptor claw prints, whatever, going across the court. I mean, it, it's wacky, but I, I think it's something cool to bring back. And, you know, for um, somebody like Toronto, which, you know, they, um, they do a lot of different stuff. With their creativity, um, I I think that's pretty interesting. I yeah, the Raptors rebrand and everything in the last few years have honestly been great. Remember when they had that little 3D baseline thing? Yeah, that tripped I me up. I wonder what it looked like in person. Yeah, it looked like a place card or something. It was, it was just the wildest thing. So I mean, they've they've always been pretty creative with it, and, and even you know Drake has kind of got on that. Um, but uh, Every, everyone I, gave him a lot of people gave him shit because you know he he jumps on bandwagons, but. When it comes to your hometown team, you know that that's something that I embrace. But yeah. uh, you know, seeing a guy like Drake on the sideline, I think it's really cool. Um, mm. But I don't know. Is I don't know if he, is he still dating that sixteen-year-old? Um, uh, Twenty now. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't keep up with my music, but uh, yeah, I know that was a big thing. Just, uh, <laughs> closing the uh, was it closing some restaurant down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that's what the rappers are uh, going through in their office. Um, Anyways, one more question about the uh, the Hawks. You've been in Atlanta for a little bit now. Mm. Any sort of talk about the Hawks, or is it what I've expected, and that no one talks about the Hawks? You know, um, you know, a couple of guys that you know I've been, I, 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 you know, that I work with, you know, who are from Atlanta are, are excited for the Hawks. Um, it, it does seem though that this is a, um, I mean, it's obviously an Atlanta Falcons town. It's a Georgia Bulldogs town, or obviously, even though Georgia Tech is is in Atlanta. I mean, I, I feel like there's, there's people excited for the Hawks. You know, I saw a guy when I was, um, you know, just kind of eating lunch the other day, streaming the the Hawks Bulls preseason game, um, you know, the other night, and and um, it, I, I, you know, it, it's really tough to say. I mean, obviously they got, you know, with um, you know, with Collins, Herder, Trey Young. I mean, that whole team, they, they get some really intriguing players. And then, you know, you have Vince Carter kind of leading these 
you know, these kids. Um, I guess I'll have to wait and see till, um, you know, till I can't remember when their opener is. I know the Pistons host them Thursday night in, in Detroit. I was hoping the game could have been here, you know, maybe I would have stopped, stopped I mean, by. I, I would take advantage, especially, um, with any sort of game. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. They are playing the Pistons. That's the first game. For mm, okay. That's on Thursday. Mm. Uh, but Saturday, Orlando comes there and, um. You know, you can see the heat on, on Halloween. You know, I don't know. But uh, let's get to uh, our last point. We can finally uh, end this podcast because I know a lot of people listening probably turned off uh, the first three minutes of this podcast um, that we started with. Uh, they're a loss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they uh, – yeah, right. The thing is, I feel like the I feel like if you know someone, the less you, you're likely to listen to their podcast, you know? If you know probably. someone. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I wouldn't expect people I know to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Uh, tomorrow the Pelicans will play against the defending champs. Obviously the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Final score. What What do you think? You know, I I think um I'll go and I, I think because I think emotions will be really high in in Toronto. Um and, and Pelicans really have nothing to lose. I mean and Zion Williamson isn't playing. Uh. So I'll, I'll go like Pelicans 104, Raptors 98. Um, okay, I, so I, Pelicans win. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of uh, you know, there's an obviously raising a banner. You know, it's the final celebration of last year, and, and you know, and you mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. You know, now everybody brings their their A game for you because you're the defending champions. And and yeah, it's it's different than pretty much every other defending champion in NBA history because of the player that they lost and how they lost him. But, I mean, you still want to be – and it's on national television for the Pelicans who have, you know, kind of – everyone's saying, ah, get, get Anthony Davis out of New Orleans. You know, it's for them to kind of, you know, go on national television and say, okay, you know, we, we might not have Zion Williamson. We got, a, you know, some – you mentioned Drew Holiday. We had some other really good young players, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, were really trying to re- reinvent their careers after, you know, kind of uh, – they, they stuttered a little bit, you know, their first few years in Los Angeles – um, I think it's one that the Pelicans could steal, and you know they're going to have to win as many as possible with Zion out. Um, it, it's unfortunate that, that you know that he's not going to be playing, but you know it's still obviously see that celebration in Canada. I think it's going to be pretty cool, kind of like what you alluded to. But I, I think Pelicans win this game. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Raptors taking this one. Um, I don't know some bullshit score. I'll probably say like 109 to 102. Mm. 101 we'll say 101 109 101 mm. i think it'll be a pretty close game throughout though uh, a lot of back and forth and i think you know just seeing the first like three minutes of basketball regular season on television nothing better honestly no, or at least yeah. very few things better uh, and we also have the world series tomorrow which is gonna be a great sports night tomorrow yeah uh, and now of course the lakers and clippers the clippers will probably be booed on their home court um, which is going to be really weird. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to bust out those those jerseys for tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see um, if they have that Los Angeles that script or whatever you call that, that font. If anyone knows the name of that font, please let us know um, because uh, I don't know if either of us know what, what that's called. There's a certain, there's definitely a name for that. It's a name for any any sort of font. But uh, who, who you got, Brendan, and, and uh, final score? You know, the, the, I, I definitely agree that it's going to be a Lakers heavy crowd. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it always will be. It, it, it wouldn't, I don't even think it would have mattered if, if 
if they didn't have LeBron or, or Anthony Davis, but it's a Lakers yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, it's just um, like it's just elevated now that they have those guys. Yeah, um, you know the, this one, and and I re- I really like the Lakers uh, this year in terms of I, what I think they could do. I mean, I think the Clippers are probably gonna. I think the Clippers are the, the, the deeper team, they're the, the better team. Um, but I, I think Los Angeles, um, especially with you know Anthony Davis has you know gone from being you know, a lot of people's favorite player to you know, I don't want to say a villain. But um, you know, were a lot. A lot of NBA fans were unhappy with him last year, with you know how he kind of you know got his way out of New Orleans. He will never be a villain. He's not interesting enough. That's fair. That, that, that's definitely fair. He's very boring. Yeah. His personality. Yeah, I mean, the most interesting thing he did was wear that you know that's all folks T-shirt in his last game. <laughs> he, didn't even, he, did, he said he didn't even pick it out. Yeah, I, I mean, so there's that. But um, you know, and I and I think just seeing that. Um, that you know that sort of that front court, um, you know, because imagine they're going to go a lot with LeBron at the four, Anthony at the five. I mean, those are those are really interchangeable guys that can play. I mean, LeBron can play any position. Davis can re- he's, re- he's really a four, but he, I guess he's going to be a center now. Um, I think Lakers win that one. I think they win it pretty good. I think one thirteen like ninety ninety five. Um, you know, just because I think the Clippers, there's a lot. Um, I mean, they, they it's, it's, a, it's a brand new team. Um, you know, quiet a lot of mileage last year. I'm interested to see how he comes back. And I, you know, I, I thought he even played a little bit hurt during the playoffs. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to be, I'm sure, I mean, they're hundred percent, but I, I, you know, I, I'm interested to see what the toll is on Kawhi Leonard after, you know, really care, literally carrying a team to a championship just what, three months ago. I'm with you. I think the Lakers win this one as well. Um, I'll probably go, you know, probably something similar one, one eleven to, uh, 98. So I think it'll be a good game. I mean, I, obviously the first half of – first quarter, at least, of both these games, I think will be great. But mm. uh, the Lakers just have so much firepower. And I think Anthony Davis and LeBron James is, is literally going to be unstoppable this season. And I don't think Paul George is playing tomorrow. So, um, oh. yeah, so because he's still recovering from sh- uh, shoulder surgery. That's so, right. So, uh, so we'll see how that goes for the Clippers tomorrow uh, now that they're the, the, the home team. And one thing I wanted to mention as an aside, um, the NBA insisted on ESPN and, and TNT to get the Raptors on national television more often. Really? Which I thought was really interesting that the NBA was really pushing for these networks to, to get it because mm. obviously when there's a game in Canada, the ratings are skewed. Mm. But... I don't know why that has to be such uh, a, a problem, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I, I get that it's really – it could be really expensive, right? But that the mm. NBA is insisting on it, you know, the, you know, obviously they're going to cover it. I mean, it's – Yeah. You know, they're, they're obviously going to be covering that. Um, so I just thought that was super interesting, especially, you know, the fact that they're – it took them being the world champions to kind of get that respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, I think it's something that, you know, a lot of – I'm sure a lot of Raptors fans, I mean, a few I interact with just online, you know, they, uh, uh, and obviously they're Canadians, it's a different country, but, um, uh, yeah, I think that that's sort of that fan base and obviously the team, you know, kind of walked around with like a chip on their shoulders. Uh, but it is going to be weird seeing, I mean, a, a banner rise for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I never, crazy, I, yeah. never thought I would have seen it. Um, they're always Same, that fun. Yeah. yeah. That, that you know that weird team in Canada that that you know uh, you know we got to go play a couple times a year and now you know they're 
Uh, they had one of the more improbable runs, I think, in, at least in my lifetime of, of watching basketball. Um, and the fan base that definitely travels. Yeah. I mean, you know, people have grown on the bandwagon over the years. Yeah. All the different rebranded <laughs> Raptors. You see yeah. all that sort of gear around. Um, so that's just going to about do it for this podcast. Thank you for listening to the two-way contract. Um, I don't know if I want to add the in front of it, but whatever um well we're talking about those uh sports logos and jerseys uh follow at sports logos net that's chris creamer follow him on yeah. twitter the he OG. all this sort of stuff it doesn't matter what sport it is college football even he mm. uh all sorts of jerseys if you're into jerseys if you're into history logos and that kind of thing uh different teams <laughs> follow him yeah that's the Brendan Welper. I'm Hami Rain. That's going to do it for this episode of Two Way Contract. Who knows where this goes? Who knows where this, uh, you know, this will lead? Because, like I said, this is a two way contract. So we we don't even. Um, thank you for listening. And um, if you made it this far, I commend you because uh, <laughs> I can understand if this would be hard to listen to for some people. 